The biggest question on investors' minds right now is which trends from the last two years will hold and which were one-time booms. In the case of pets, let's hope it's permanent. Let's talk with the Pet Man CEO joining us this afternoon, Matt Hewlett. Uh, hey, where'd the dog go, Matt? Uh, we welcome furry guests on the network here. Thanks for joining us. He's sleeping down here, but uh, we'll bring him <laughs> on next time. Okay, cute pup. Uh, all right, so welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Uh, tell us about the status of your business right now this year. Your stock has little changed at a time where investors have been bailing out of companies across the spectrum, but particularly those they view as being one-time beneficiaries of COVID. Is that you? No, that's not us. And I'm relatively new in the seat as CEO. I've been CEO for about five months, and the business has been around for 26 years. And I would say that really we didn't see that COVID bump. The business really has been kind of a low grower, but a consistently grower, good dividend yield. But really I was brought on to grow the business. And I think the world's definitely changed since COVID. And now consumers have a taste of that digital pull forward experience, prescriptions, telemedicine, and all that's gonna be a net beneficiary uh, for businesses like ours. So these uh, growth rates over the last couple uh, quarters here, we did see contraction in the top line, uh, but uh, there was positivity uh, throughout uh, 2020. Prior to that, uh, to your point, uh, uh, the stock did suffer um, as there was uh, low growth or contracting growth prior to COVID. So the big question here is, how do you grow it? And how do you do it when there are more online pet competitors than ever? Yeah, you know, and I've spent my career um, really transforming companies, and this company has great assets. It has a pristine balance sheet, over $100 million in cash, no debt, and super loyal customers. Over 90% of our customers are loyal, and they're becoming recurring customers. So it's 25% of our business now is subscription. So a lot of assets to work with, and actually we did a survey, 55% of pet parents now, um, when we surveyed them, know the brand. So with a great brand and a pristine balance sheet, we could put some capital to work and start growing this business. Where does the capital go to work? Do you uh, spend it on marketing right now? Is it firstly about uh, propping up and keeping that main online pharmacy business um, the uh, dominating force in that market? Is it about spending firstly on uh, the existing pet med model? A couple things. I think it's chewing gum and, and walking at the same time. It's, it's investing in marketing efficiently, which we have some work to do, but really going after new customers. I mean, the biggest cohort of customers in the pet space, it's a $100 billion pet space and a $10 billion medication market. The biggest cohort is millennials. So we're going to go after new customer segments. And then we're also looking at investments and partnerships. We're really fascinated how deep we can go as being a pet health expert. So think about telemedicine, think about wellness, all these things you can do digitally now. We're really primed to be that brand to deliver that experience to consumers. Interesting, uh, the, the partnership side and uh, the telehealth side, uh, you can see how those fit together. Uh, are there uh, other verticals of uh, pet products or services uh, that you see as being part of this growth strategy? Yeah, and really prescriptions are that are our kind of proverbial at the milk of the back of the store. Customers come to us today because they want prescriptions. We've done really not a great job of selling them other things. So we're definitely hearing from customers about services, whether it's uh, physician, telemedicine, insurance, but also broader SKUs that we can provide, prescription food and other types of products. So we're going to go deep across all of those. And uh, looking at how that makes its way into the bottom line, should investors be expecting a focus on top line revenue growth? Is this uh, going to come at any cost to profitability uh, with the spending that's going to be involved? 
I actually think most of the costs will be around variable marketing and we're going to be pretty measured about it. We're changing much of our metrics to focus more on LTV to CAC than ROAS and deploying capital over a longer period of time because we have a subscription business. There might be a bit, a bit of investment in variable marketing, but we'll have kind of a measured approach to revenue while not killing the bottom line. Right now, the uh, word you've used with uh, analysts is uh, transitional. Uh, what does the time period look like? What is this uh, uh, time frame? If we're buying the stock today, uh, obviously, generally, you want people to hold for a long time period. But looking at the benchmarks and uh, the way we kind of measure how this uh, process is going, what should we be looking for? And what timeline do you expect to see some of the fruits of the labor here? Yeah, and I get the, this question a lot. In my previous role, I sold um, a company called Rosetta Stone yes. and taking that business from a CD-ROM business to a digital business, I felt like that was like um, the triple LUTs of turnarounds. <laughs> and so this is gonna be much easier. And that turnaround took maybe about a year and a half. I think we're looking at a several quarter kind of turnaround. I'm about five months into the seat. And I would say that the investors should start seeing better year over year comp soon, and then some moves in the market to do more aggressive capital allocation around partnerships or possibly M and A. So and, give it three, give it three quarters total. Okay, and Matt, those are customers that got new pets over the last year and a half. How do you keep them locked in if they've ordered from PetMed? What do you use right now to make sure that they stay with you as early or in many cases first time pet owners? Yeah, that's one of the interesting things I loved about this business when I started. One is the customer experience when you come into our facility isn't just a hollow customer service experience. We're, the integration between the vet, the pharmacy that we have, and the customer is really tightly ingrained. Our NPS is over 80, our net promoter score, and our customer base is extremely loyal. Because if you think about it, this is a high replenishment, enthusiastic category. So once you build that rapport with a customer, they stay with you. What really, what we struggled with previously is new growth and finding new customers. So really, we haven't, we don't have a, uh, an issue with the tub. The tub isn't leaky. It's really pouring more customers on top of that. Great stuff. I like the illustrations and uh, the details here on what to look for. Looking forward to following along uh, with that, Matt. Thanks for being here on a Friday. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Next time I'll bring Harry. Okay, which My one's dog. that? Another dog? <laughs> Uh, it's another dog, yeah. Okay, all right. Looking forward to it. Uh, appreciate it, Matt. Thanks a lot. See you on President Thanks. at Thank PetMed Express. Ticker PETS. That's an easy one to remember.